Welcome to all, uh, special welcome to all the families that are, that have come just for today's memorial service. I really, really appreciate you from Nell and myself. We uh, are honored to have you as our special guests this morning in the house of the Lord. Psalms chapter 30 from verse 6. You know the scripture very, very well. No, let's start from verse 5 if you can, please. For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for the night season, but joy comes in the morning. Somebody say joy. But if you continue reading thereafter, let me go from verse 6 down to 12. It says, Now in my prosperity I said, I shall never be moved. Lord, by your favor you have made my mountain stand strong. You hid your face and I was troubled. I cried out to you, O Lord. And to you, Lord... I made supplication. What profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it declare your truth? You're O oh Lord and have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing you have put off my sackcloth of mourning and clothed me with gladness to the end that my glory may sing praises to you and not be silent oh lord my god i will give thanks to you forever i want to preach to you from the subject mourning into dancing Morning into dancing. He's turned my morning into dancing. My morning, my sadness into joy. My morning, my weeping, my giving up into now knowing I have a plan and a future. My giving up to knowing that I am loved with an everlasting love my giving up knowing that one day I will soon see my loved one again my mourning into dancing I look at the scripture over and over and I wondered why will you turn a mourning into dancing why will you turn sorrow this pain this mourning that I'm going through into dancing why dancing? I mean, out of all the things. Why dancing? Dancing is, is an outward expression of joy. An outward expression of something good. An outward expression of gladness, of happiness, of joy. An outward expression that I'm excited on the inside. How can mourning be related? Let's go back if you will. If you don't mind me, let me give you a brief history 
and show you how the story of Psalms chapter 30 is directly related parallel mirrors the story of Israel in the book of Exodus and Moses. Let me explain to you. This psalm is written for the dedication of the temple of Israel in Israel. But it feels like the psalmist is talking about an individual. Now this is because the personal story of suffering his personal story of suffering mirrors Israel's national story with her temple. The psalmist calls out to God and was lifted out of certain death. Israel was lifted out of their death in Egypt after calling out to God. The psalmist was made solid like a mountain by God's presence and favor. Israel experienced God's favor and presence on an actual mountain called Sinai. You know the story. The psalmist sinned and it seemed God's anger would make his presence go away from him. Israel also sinned at Mount Sinai with the golden calf, you remember? So the psalmist begs God to save him, asking God to consider if his death will bring God any praise. Israel too, through Moses, asked God to consider if their dying at Sinai would give God any praise. God answers the psalmist's request and turns his mourning into dancing. God also answered Moses' request and brought his presence into the tabernacle. The first thing you have to understand about grief, number one, grief is a deep distress from an uncomfortable or unfortunate outcome. Grief is a deep distress from an unfortunate outcome. outcome. If you look at the story of Lazarus, John chapter 11, there's Lazarus died, Mary and Martha's brother. Their sisters and their brother died. And the Bible says that Jesus loved them very much. So he was related to them as family. He loved them. He took them as family and he loved them so much. Firstly, when Jesus heard that Lazarus was sick, he waited 2 days. Who does that? instead of rushing over to them he waits 2 days and they finally going down the line we'll get to the story just now in context he goes down and when he gets there to them Mary and Martha they are mourning they are they they sad and and they mourning and they crying and look at Jesus looks at them and and he and she they look at him and they tell him Jesus if you were here our brother your brother would not have died why didn't you come on time when we told you to how many times we cried out to god lord please heal and he did not he did not show up in time and our loved one passed away Jesus please if you had been here 
Jesus did not look and is my Lazarus let's say Nivi is my Lazarus so he did not look at them and say hey why are you crying stop crying watch this goes over hey Nivi come forth there is everybody looking at him everybody's here everybody's here okay everybody's watching everybody's watching right you watching even eh you're watching right they watching watch this you watching this nevi come forth no he did not do that bible says john chapter 11 verse 35 that jesus wept knowing what he was going to do he still cried jesus the son of the living god cried and wept for Lazarus why because it does hurt it does hurt it's okay to cry the next thing you got to know about mourning and grieving it's okay to not be okay Okay, calm down now. Stop crying. Come on, you need to you need to get over it now. Stop crying. Okay, let's uh come on, you need to take care of yourself and stop crying. Slap them across their face and say, "Shut up. Allow me to cry." Because it is okay to not be okay. Because you have to mourn and grieve and cry it out. Because if you don't carry this burden inside of you not the morning the burden inside of you it will go on and on and on and your children will be recipients of this pain not the morning we're getting to the morning you will not be able to eat no sleep no do anything you will give up but this morning i've come with a message of hope and assurance it's okay to not be okay statistics show that an average human being takes 18 to 24 months before they start to heal before they start to heal someone depressed or mourning we immediately feel we need to fix them as soon as somebody is depressed and someone is mourning and someone is giving up and crying we immediately feel i need to fix you i need to teach you and sort you out no allow them to cry so this morning have closure that you are in the church building especially for those that did not have closure in the church building to bring the casket into the church building today i am telling you church have closure have closure it's okay to not be okay 
We look at everybody's updates and everybody's statuses and we look at everything going on say hashtag #blessed I'm blessed I'm so blessed I'm so blessed I'm blessed 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 hashtag #blessed and everybody is just hashtag #blessed hashtag #blessed ha ah, you lying You crying every day in your bedroom but hashtag #blessed nobody must see your pain right let nobody see my weakness because I'm a child of God no we need one another we need each another strength when i am weak you be strong for me church when you are weak i be strong for you we need to stand together we are not in this alone We stand together as a body of Christ. Hashtag #bless and we think that is the goal. That is the goal in life. This is a Christian life. No problems, no worries. Everything is great. No. Bible says he turned it. He did not go morning stop. start morning your time is over now you will end ha dancing now elevate yourself and begin to flourish he did not say morning comes to an end your morning season ends and now your dancing season begins no bible says he turned it he turned it Yes my morning he turned it and now I'm in dancing watch me carefully morning is still there but now I'm looking at morning from a different perspective my perspective is from a perspective of dancing and not a perspective of morning will I still be morning yes you will forever be morning You will always miss your loved one. You will always be mourning, but you will mourn from a different perspective. He turned my mourning into dancing. He just turned it. It's still there, but he gave me a different view of it. The mourning is still there, but he turned it around. and he showed me the morning from a perspective of dancing what is dancing rejoicing now i'm not looking at my morning from a point of insecurity from a point of no hope from a point of giving up from a point of being suicidal no i'm looking at morning from a point of there is hope and assurance from a point of rejoicing What is the assurance we'll get to them? We'll get to them. He turned in. The morning is still there. My uh it, it, there's not a single day that we come in if you if you, if you must know those of you that don't know my father-in-law passed away in January this year we do not have closure to even come into the church building like many of you did there is not a single day that my wife and I do not come into this building look up on the stage okay if you must know he was playing he played guitar 
with us here in this church for 20 years. We played music together. We sang together for 20 years in the same band. And now in an instant, we are expected to come to church and do church exactly the same as if nothing ever happened. Without now that loved one there that was with us for 20 years doing ministry together. If we had no hope and a future and assurance of where our loved one is and where we will be one day together in the clouds of glory, we would have given up a long time ago. There is not a single day that my wife and I do not come into this building and look up on that stage and ask a question, Lord, why? But we have hope and assurance. We have never given up. Even though there was no closure. We still stand. Like many of you. Standing. Knowing where we will go. Knowing where our loved one is. Why did it happen? I don't know. Why did it happen at this time? I do not know why it had to happen to your family. To your lives. Why you had to go through what you went through. I don't know. But it happened. The Bible says there's a time to be born and there's a time to die. There is a season for on this earth that you and I go through as human beings. The morning is still there, but I'm not looking at it from a point anymore. I'm looking at it from a point of rejoicing, from a point of dancing. Dancing is a reference to rejoicing, is a reference to joy. Now when I dance, it's an expression that everything is okay, that everything is fine. When I dance, it's an expression that I'm doing okay, that I have hope, I have assurance, I have faith inside of me. I am still mourning, but I am mourning through my rejoicing. I am mourning but I'm not mourning from a point of sadness. I'm mourning from a point of rejoicing. This is the vision, one of the parts of vision of this church, kingdom advancement, the kingdom of God, kingdom advancement. And one of the key factors is perspective. Remember last week I told you about believing. Believing, believing. Right through scripture, Jesus continually says, believe, believe, believe. Now, perspective. 
perspective what is your perspective of what you went through what is your perspective of what you are going through what is your perspective of your sadness some of you might be sitting and saying i'm fine we haven't been through any of this i haven't lost a close loved one or you will one day you will one day and you will need this message to encourage you to give you a hope in a future to give you assurance what is the assurance we getting there but what will be your perspective yes you will cry don't stop crying cry every day if you have to but change your perspective mourn every day if you have to but change your perspective do not look at your life and your mourning through sadness but look at it through rejoicing because i have hope and assurance i'm almost done 10 15 minutes i'm done chapter 5 verse 4 Jesus speaking and he says blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted it's as if he is saying happy are them that are sad for they will be comforted uh no no our god hasn't lost his mind on the contrary he actually knows what he is doing because he's saying blessed are you that mourn blessed are you that look at your mourning from a different perspective you are blessed because you are mourning through your rejoicing you are blessed because you are not in sadness you are mourning therefore you are blessed You are mourning but you are blessed but because you are mourning from a point of rejoicing. I rejoice in the Lord. The Bible says rejoice in the Lord and again I say rejoice again and again rejoice in the Lord. Where I am going. What he has done. In the name of Jesus. I know this family that is seated here with this child. I don't think I know them. But as soon as I walked in, the Lord gave me a word for that child. You sir, this carrying this child with a pink coat. That every thing that the enemy planned for evil, God is turning around for his good. enemy planned to destroy and to bring to evil God is turning around for his good he is petrified of this child because of the person this child is going to become so in the name of Jesus i cancel every word that's spoken every word that is spoken i bind it I order you to shut your mouth 
in the mighty name of Jesus your word says ask all things in my name it shall be done your word says lord get behind me keep your mouth shut do not speak i cancel every word every word and i loose yes lord i cancel every stronghold lies and walls and towers every lies that was spoken in the name of jesus against this family in the name of jesus and i loose the glory of god upon your life in jesus name in jesus name john chapter 11 if you will please john chapter 11 let's go now to this famous story john chapter 11 reading from verse 11 down These things he said and after that he said Our friend Lazarus sleeps but I go that I may wake him up Then his disciples said Lord if he sleeps he will get he will get well However Jesus spoke of his death But they thought that he was speaking about taking rest in sleep. You see sleep to mankind is sleep. To Jesus death is sleeping. Because you must understand, let me paint a picture in your mind, when our loved ones pass on, in God's eyes they are sleeping. And one day will resurrect. Let me show you through scripture. going there. Be going there. Stay with me please. However Jesus spoke of his death but they thought they were speaking about taking rest and sleep. Then Jesus said to them plainly Lazarus is dead. When I ask do you understand now? Um, must I, how much more must I explain it to you? How more must I try and make you understand he's dead? Do you understand now? because clearly all this while when I'm trying to explain to you my teachings you do not understand because you don't are not getting revelation of my teachings so now let me plainly explain to you he's dead and then they were like oh okay Les is dead okay now now we're on the same page now we understand one another why couldn't you just say that in the first place Les is dead and i am glad for your sakes that i was not there that you may believe yeah again believe nevertheless let us go to him psalms chapter 13 verse 3 says consider and hear me o lord my god enlighten my eyes lest i sleep the sleep of death all through the bible death is often from old testament to new testament from psalms to john to revelation sleep in the bible is death death is often referred to as sleep sleep is a meaning a total lack of consciousness a total lack of consciousness Now as I close you can come up thank you 1st Thessalonians 1st Thessalonians Ephesians Philip 
Corinthians, Colossians, Thessalonians. First Thessalonians chapter 4. I looked at the scripture over and over. You've turned my morning into dancing. You've turned my morning into dancing. I'm no more looking at my perspective of sadness. I am mourning from a perspective of rejoicing. I will forever will be mourning and don't let anybody ever take it away from you and tell you it's gone 10 years, get over it. It's gone 10 years, move on. Your husband may be dead 10 years down the line. You may be remarried and also with new children, but you will always remember. You will never forget. You will still deep down inside of you, inside a little part of your heart, you will still be mourning. But in that mourning, do not look at it at a point of sadness, but look at your mourning from a reference of rejoicing. I have hope and I have assurance. What is my assurance? 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 13 and 18. Verse 13 to 18. First Thessalonians chapter 4 from verse 13 to 18. One of the scriptures, one of the portion of teachings that has the most effective part and assurance in knowing where our loved one is and what is to come. The Bible says from verse 13, But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died, sustain a chord for me please, and rose again, even so, God will bring him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first they were in Christ and they died they will rise first and then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and thus we shall always be with the Lord forever therefore comfort one another with these words my perspective has changed I know that I will meet my loved one in the clouds of glory one day if I am still your on this earth and if they have gone one day when Jesus comes back in the clouds of glory riding on a white horse with a white robe with the end of that robe dipped in blood because that is what Revelation says he will come down with angels all over on either side and when he comes down the dead in Christ our loved ones every one of them will rise up first and we will meet them in the clouds of 
together, loved ones together in the clouds of glory. This is the assurance that God gives us today, church. Take hope and take courage that one day you will see your loved ones. One day we will see our loved ones in the clouds of glory. If we do not go before Jesus comes, we will be with them, praise God. But those that are left behind and are still here, that are alive, when Jesus comes back, they will meet us in the clouds of glory forever will be together the mind and the body will always miss them you will miss their touch you will miss their feel you will miss seeing them you will miss hearing their voice you will miss seeing how they did this and how they did that you will even miss their nagging ways you will even miss their irritating ways you will miss their breath you will miss their speech you will miss how they ate and how they slept you will miss how they took two hours in the shower you will miss everything about them but have assurance church that one day we will be together from Paul's teachings to Revelation to the teachings of Jesus that only those that have passed on only those that were alive in Jesus Christ only if you are born again and you confess with your mouth the Bible says confess confess with your mouth therefore it is not an assumption it is a confession. I confess with my mouth, Jesus Christ is my Lord. And then the Bible says, believe. So you need to confess and you need to believe. Why? Because it's easy to confess things that we don't believe. But you need to confess and believe that Jesus Christ is the only loving God. Only those will be caught up in heaven. If you don't know Jesus, you need to know Jesus and you need to confess Him. You need to give your life to Him because that's the only way you will one day see your loved ones again. Jesus is the author and the finisher of our lives and our faith. Nothing happens without Him. In Him and through Him and for him were all things made. That is what scripture tells us. He is the way, the truth, and the life. I bring to you a message of hope that Jesus Christ is the only living God. And our loved ones are alive with him. They are not in a second or third heaven or dimension waiting to go in no scrap all the teachings and all those different revelations upon revelations ha -ha. let's go back to scripture it is very clear scripture tells us where our loved ones is and where we will be one day with them in the clouds of glory he is the only one that gave his life for people no one else did only Jesus. Stand up to your feet, please.
hands up in the air.